0: This bulletin new report reveals Queensland will not meet the deadline to close the gap on First Nations' life expectancy. Deputy Prime Minister Richard Marles defends his Labour colleague, Katy Gallagher, who has been accused of misleading Parliament. And four toddlers and two adults injured in a stabbing attack in the French Alps. A state audit in Queensland has revealed there is still a substantial well being gap for Indigenous people. Indigenous people in Queensland have a life expectancy up to 7.8 years shorter than average, and the health system will likely miss a 2031 deadline to close the gap. The audit also found Queensland Health could not demonstrate how its 23-year framework for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders had improved culturally appropriate care since it was launched 13 years ago. The report made six recommendations on how to close the health gap, including developing a strategy to reduce the rate of Indigenous people missing specialist appointments and discharging from hospital against advice and improving transport to health care services. A Queensland Health spokesperson says the organization was committed to achieving life expectancy parity for Indigenous people in Queensland by 2031. Opposition Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Partnerships spokesman John Paul Langbrook says he is appalled by the report and claimed the government has failed for a decade to implement Indigenous health plans. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has revealed her personal experience with miscarriage. Speaking to the Nine Network, the Premier was asked about bridging the gap for Queensland's indigenous community and fixing the state's health care system. The state's health minister has previously said Queensland doesn't have the appropriate guidelines for women who experience a miscarriage. A miscarriage. Ms Palaszczuk says it's something that stays with you for the rest of your life.
1: When I had my miscarriage it happened, um, this is probably the first time I've spoken about it so publicly, is that I had it um, in my house. I went to work, I was completely in shock and uh, then I thought I'd better call my specialist and I went in to my specialist and uh, he said, I don't think you should be at work, you should be at home. Um, This was uh, many, many years ago of course, but uh, before I was a politician, but I know the trauma that it goes through with women. It is heartbreaking, it's very hurtful and you're in shock and you don't know what to do.
0: Ms Palaszew says the health minister is convening a forum to discuss the issue next week. A book written by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander inmates has been launched inside a New South Wales jail. Insight is the latest work from a writing program pioneered and run by an 87-year-old elder at Juni Prison in the States West. The authors and poets say the program has helped break down barriers and free the minds of First Nations men behind bars. One unidentified prisoner tells an ITV the impact the experience has had on his healing.
1: Helps me emotionally um and spiritually, I suppose, but mainly emotional. Being stolen as a young child and remembering it, it's been like therapy, writing about it and getting it out.
0: Deputy Prime Minister Richard Marles has defended his Labour colleague, Cathy Gallagher, who has been accused of misleading Parliament. The finance minister has come under fire after telling a Senate hearing she had no prior knowledge of Brittany Higgins' alleged assault. But leaked text messages between Ms. Higgins and her partner, David Sharaz, appear to contradict Senator Gallagher's claims. On February 15, 2021, Ms. Higgins publicly alleged she was raped by Bruce Laman in 2019 inside the office of the coalition minister, Linda Reynolds, who they both worked for. Mr. Laman has consistently denied the allegation, but in one message on February eleventh, David Sharaz wrote, "Cathy is going to come to me with some questions you need to prepare for. She's really invested now." Four months later, Ms. Callagher denied having any prior knowledge of the alleged assault. Deputy Prime Minister Richard Miles has told the Nine Network Ms. Callagher did, ne- did not mislead Parliament.
1: No, she didn't. And Katie has made her position very clear earlier in the week and she's made clear that she's very comfortable with the statements that she's made. And and that's the the end of the matter in terms of Katie's position. I mean, Katie is a person of enormous integrity. Uh, It's one of my great honours to work alongside her in this government.
0: A new report has revealed instances of malpractice among six banks in the handling of deceased estates. The Banking Court Compliance Committee says it has found instances of poor practice and non-compliance with the Banking Code of Practice, which includes fees and charges for services no longer provided, failing to act within timeframes, as well as a lack of respect and compassion. Following the inquiry, the committee has notified three banks that will be commencing investigations into their compliance with deceased estates' obligations under the Code. The committee also expects the banks not subject to the inquiry to audit their practices regarding deceased estates. The committee is not permitted to name the six banks and can only identify them following formal investigations. Four toddlers... <coughs> sorry... Four toddlers have sustained life-threatening injuries after being stabbed in a park in France. French authorities say two adults, a 22-month-old, two two two-year-old and a three-year-old were stabbed near Lake Annecy in the French Alps. One of the injured children was British and another Dutch. The alleged attacker, a 31-year-old Syrian man, has been arrested. He has a long-standing refugee status in Sweden and was seeking refugee status in France. Witnesses say the man appeared to be actively targeting children. Police say he had no criminal or psychiatric record and has a child of a similar age to the victims. French Prime Minister Elisabeth Borne says the nation is in a state of shock.
1: So I say again, he is a person who has refugee status in Sweden within the European Union. And I think before getting carried away on this subject, I am waiting for the investigation to take place. I believe that today is the time for emotion. It must be a time of unity, of solidarity with these children, with their parents, with their family and with all the inhabitants who are obviously shocked by what happened.
0: Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has visited the flooded southern region of Kherson following emergency scale flooding from the destruction of a huge dam. After meeting with local authorities to discuss emergency and evacuation operations in flood zones, President Zelensky visited a hospital filled with flood victims in Kherson.
1: There is a shortage of doctors, as many of them left due to the war. I understand your needs. We will help you. We are grateful for your work. You are heroes.
0: At least 15 people have been killed and about 600 square kilometres of the Kherson region is underwater. Nearly 2,000 people have already fled affected areas. U.S. President Joe Biden and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak say their countries will partner on advanced technologies, clean energy and critical minerals. The two leaders met at the White House to sign an an agreement they call the Atlantic Declaration. Mr. Sunak described it as a first-of-its-kind economic partnership on artificial intelligence. Post-Brexit, UK has been hoping for a free trade agreement with the US under the leadership of Rishi Sunak, but such an agreement has not materialised. However, the two countries were brought closer when it comes to future technologies in front of challenges posed by authoritarian regimes. And Mr Biden says with this agreement, emerging technologies would be kept within countries sharing democratic values. When it comes to technology that will shape the future, like semiconductors, quantum computing, artificial intelligence. The UK and the US
1: are working together to make sure they are developed safely and responsibly and jointly. We're going to do more on joint research and development to ensure the future we're building remains fundamentally aligned with our value set in both our countries.
0: Back home, federal, state and territory governments have all committed to a national disability database. A statement from the ministers for the National Disability Insurance Scheme and Social Services says the national disability data asset will improve research, policy development, service delivery and ensure targeted government funding for people living with disability. The NDDA will deliver a single source of information combining Commonwealth, state and territory data on people with disability. This will include information relating to employment, health, education and support services accessed. The Commonwealth has committed a total of $68.3 million, while each state and territory government will provide up to one point three. million for their role in delivering data. The first results for their national disability data asset will be available in 2024. And in sport, the Special Olympics World Games are about to take place in Berlin between the 17th and the 25th of June. 64 athletes from the Australian team are preparing to fly out for the event on Sunday, the 11th of June. The 16th edition of the Games will see athletes living with an intellectual disability or autism gather in the German capital. An estimated 650,000 Australians live with such a condition. Elisa Harik, a 29-year-old Lebanese swimmer with Dandy walker syndrome, will be competing in the Games this year. She says she started swimming at a young age with no expectations of becoming a professional swimmer.
1: When I get into the water and swim, I forget everyone. Because when you do what you love, you forget the world and don't feel the time passing. When I get into the water, even if I do a mistake in the water, swim wrong or finish fifth instead of first, I don't care because I learnt that, true, I have special needs and people sometimes look at us as if we are weird, but we learnt that we have a role and that no one can do it for us.
0: And now having a look at the weather around the country this Friday afternoon. Brougham, partly cloudy, 32. Perth, showers, 19. Adelaide, a shower, two fifteen. Melbourne, showers, easing, 15. Hobart, a shower, two thirteen 13 degrees. Albury, Wodonga, mostly cloudy, also 13. Canberra, partly cloudy, 13 degrees. Wollongong, similar conditions at the top of 19. Sydney, mostly sunny, 20. Newcastle, sunny, 21. Brisbane, sunny as well and 25 degrees. Townsville, sunny, 26. Skies partly cloudy. Twenty-eight. Early spring. Sunny day. Twenty-two. Darwin sunny. Thirty-three. And at West Red Island, the West Strait Islands a sunny day ahead and a top of thirty degrees. And that is an ITV Radio News.